And welcome, everybody. Hey, we're back at our usual hour. Hey, weren't we just on? Yes, we were, folks. And so this a different is a show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we start channeling those guys over there next door. Yes. Anyway, uh, this is the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. I'm Eileen Grimes, astrologer, and Doug Johnston is my co-host. And we're talking with. Ms. Lindsay McKenna. Yes, it's been a very interesting chat so far. She's been talking to us the past hour, and she's going to talk some more this hour. There's lots of stuff going on. So this hour, we have the Astro Celebrity of the Week with Mr. David Ortiz, Mm -hmm. which will be interesting. I thought, well, why not look at him? We don't know his time of birth, but his chart's really a pistol, actually. I'll pardon you for saying that. But Anyway, um, it's really something. So we're going to look at his chart. We'll have all our usual ads and all that good stuff. And we have a new advertisement with Matt Shea, so that'll be fun too. And so anyway, when we're, do- we're going to do that right after we go to our break. We're going to do the Astro Celebrity of the Week. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. <laughs> Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 a.m. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Wherever you go, Alternative Talk 1150 is here for you. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And now it is time for Astro Celebrity of the Week. All righty. We have Mr. David Ortiz. And I thought, well, you know, getting all this stuff about him being shot last week in the Dominican Republic, which is where he is from. And trying to figure out what the heck is going on with that. So yesterday, the most recent news was that the guy that shot him said he didn't mean to. <laughs> it hit the wrong guy. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So anyway, let's look at his birth date here for a moment. November 18th, 1975. We don't know his birth date or his time of birth, but he's born in Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic. So let's take a look at this baby. Um like what? First of all, he's born on a lunar eclipse, right. which is interesting, which intensifies the full moon effect quite a lot. Hundred uh, about fifty times. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. And Saturn being stationary, retrograde. Yes, we can eventually get to that. Yes. And I was looking at another date, and I thought, well, it was about seven days before. Then I went, oops, that's the wrong date. And November eighteenth. It's two days before he was born. Station. It was stationary. So you know darn well that there are some severe Saturnian lessons, just like the stuff that Lindsay was referring to, Mm -hmm. basically, but just even more so in the chart. Just, uh, I mean, you could say that he runs to a wall, into a wall or something when things don't work out for him or he has to work extra hard. Or maybe he gets shot. Yeah, yeah. I was going to mention that, but you did, so that's okay, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, Uranus was playing with that Saturn. Yeah, so. that's, that's very true. It's, uh, so something out of the blue happened, you know, something that, you know. That and Uranus, opposite of his Uranus. Yeah, right. Uranus opposed Uranus, that's right. And so that's a huge life transition, life transition. Mm-hmm. 
that's when I started studying astrology. It was during my Uranus opposition. It's perfect. So, you know. Yep. So, uh, yeah. But and we were looking at other things in this chart to see what the heck's going on, like a Venus-Pluto conjunct square Mars. He's going to go from playing baseball to becoming an astrologer. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's quite a leap. There we go. We got <laughs> yeah. that one done. Yeah. Got him figured out. Okay, next. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if all of a sudden he starts studying Oh, my it? gosh. That would be hysterical. But, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I With mean, all that Scorpio, he could. He's yeah, quite he could psychic. Yeah, be a psychological astrologer for sure. You yeah. know, very deep stuff. His own stuff is very deep. So um, I, I know that, you know, a Mars-Pluto square can be very interesting. It can be, I mean, for instance, it could be like being shot. Mm-hmm. Because it's like if you don't own what's inside of you, it's going to come at you from some other place. Mm-hmm. So I think that this guy saying that he didn't, you know, do, he didn't mean to shoot him. It was the wrong person. I don't buy it. Well, it might have been the wrong person. Yeah, but in Dominican Republic, you got to <laughs> wonder. Yeah, so they don't know everything about it, and they probably won't know for a long time because this is a man who has a lot of secrets, mm-hmm. you know, and he probably, a lot of people were saying it was the mob. I would believe that. But, you know, his chart is full of... And he did have Jupiter just cross over his Neptune. Oh, yes, it would. Yes, that conjunct. Okay. You know, that could have made him somewhat sloppy. A little you or a little euphoric. Yeah, you uh, yeah. Floating out there and floating out there land. not paying attention to anything around him. Yeah, that could have been too. Okay, so that's interesting. Uh, he could have checked out real easy during this one. Yes, could have. He could have, actually. I mean, physically checked out, but he was lucky to find a doctor that took care of him and then sent him back off to United States to get him treated up here and Mm -hmm. so he was very lucky but he has some he's a very psychologically minded human being and he's always trying to figure out stuff of course he played sports which is probably a lot where he put that Mars Pluto stuff Mm -hmm. when he was playing it he played it otherwise you'd have anger issues up the gazuba yeah exactly exactly right yeah I guess another person's chart that reminds me not of this but O.J. Simpson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Mars right at the top of his chart, mm-hmm. you know? So you have to wonder, you have to ask that question when somebody, especially a male or somebody in sports, why are you doing the sports? You know, what's the real reason? Is it to deal with your existing anger issues with somebody or is it just to get the aggression out? You know, so um, his, his is pretty, and his Mars is retrograde too. We have to add that. And we were just talking about that before we went on the air, that Mars retrograde person can have an explosive temper. Especially when it's in cancer. Yes, that's right. Where Mars doesn't like to be. No, it's, it's a little bit. It doesn't, it's a little rude at that point. No, I can't do that because I would hurt somebody, mm-hmm. you know, feelings. So, yeah. So he's in a Venus-Pluto conjunction, too. So his relationships have been interesting. I'm sure they have been. <laughs> wouldn't even want to hazard a guess. I know he's married, but still. Transformation. Transformation for sure. So anyway, yeah. That's a fun one today. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to be born with this chart. Now, I hate to say that, but, you know. um, Yeah, more than I want to deal with. But (laughs) he's got all these transits, too. I mean, the Uranus transit is significant. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And having the opposition to the Uranus 
So that's a life transit. That's not just a transit transit. That's what happens when people make changes in their whole life. And he becomes an astrologer. (laughs) Yes, right. (laughs) We know that's where he's going. That's where he's going, kids. (laughs) 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 Well, I wouldn't go that far, but wouldn't that be funny if he did? Oh, my gosh. It would be funny if all of a sudden he started to learn it. Yeah, maybe he's trying to figure out what the heck happened in my life that brought this on. Yeah, right. Because usually somebody getting hit by a bullet does change your life a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, so. Well, I didn't even get hit by a bullet, but man, my life has been changed this last week. Yes, I know. I can see that. Everyone <laughs> takes notice. I Well, it's hard to miss it. <laughs> I walked in and I looked at your face and I had to look at it three times. It looks like you got a mustache across it and then it's going down your face and up the It's crazy looking. It's just black. It's just black. <laughs> yeah. It's your dark side showing up. Yeah, it's coming through. Yeah, so. I've been trying to keep it hidden, but. You can't. No. Put put makeup all over your face to get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah, right. Anyway, so. So, anyway. um, Yeah, it's. um, His chart would take a while to figure. And I wish we had his time of birth. I do, too. Because it would be really cool. Make it more fun, that's for sure. Much, much more fun. But this still, this is a fun chart anyway. This is Mm -hmm. just for the sheer baseline memory you know, stuff going on in it. But he was a phenomenal baseball player, and I guess he retired, and everybody still keeps following his career because when mm-hmm. he got shot, it took a... It really ha- grabbed up the headlines quickly. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was really astounding. So, anyway, yeah, so that's pretty cool. So, okay, let's see. What else? Do you anything Oh, and else he does have, you know, at the same that? time, he does have Jupiter trying Jupiter. Oh, he does, doesn't I mean, he? There it is, just perfect right now. Yeah, his Jupiter's three degrees from mine, mm-hmm. but it's retrograde. Mine isn't, but that's interesting. Yeah, so you know, sometimes Jupiter's can be really a positive thing. Sometimes it can be like it, you've overindulged. It could be the thing that takes you out. Yep, it could be. Yeah, you just so, never know. Yep, and so he's, he's probably has to look at his life a couple times now. And see what he's done with it. Any recklessness about it? Because could this chart be reckless? It it but, could be. You know, this is a Jupiter trying Pluto in the first house. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> 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 yeah, that would be. Yes, yeah. that's what I have. It looks like I got over Botox. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My upper lip is really I know. big. I, I, I know. It's just... Really interesting. Folks, he had some oral surgery. Okay, I think we might have mentioned that once, but I'll mention it again. He had some oral surgery, and it was pretty invasive, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so. I only gave him an hour to do it. (laughs) And he really did it. He really did it. He rushed right through it. Oh, God. Anyway. So, anyway, so we're going to take a break right now. When we get back, um, we're going to bring on probably um, Lindsay McKenna on. We're going to talk to her some more. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Ms. Angela Probst, aromatherapist. At this point, you've probably heard enough of essential oils. Are you confused? Overwhelmed? Not sure where to start? There's so much information, and our aromatherapeutic expert, Ms. Angela Probst, 
with Young Living Essential Oils can help you navigate and meet your health and wellness goals. Give her a call today at 253-278-1599 or visit her website at www.myyl.com slash Angela. Conversation you won't find on the rest of the dial. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. I'm Eileen Grimes, astrologer, with my co-host, Mr. Doug Johnston, who's practically weird. Uh-huh. Well, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. And we're talking with... Miss Lindsay McKenna. Yay. And so, anyway... Who we put on hold. Yes, whom we put on hold, but where she's going to be, be back here in just a second. So, it's awesome. So, anyway, um, is she supposed to be back now? Not yet. Okay, that's right. Lindsay, are you there? I'm here. There you are. Yay. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm a little out of whack here. I'm kind of off my timing. so That's okay. No yeah. worries. Okay. We, we can finish up with cancer forecast okay. if you want. That sounds good. Let's do that. Okay. So for cancer, sorry we uh, got cut off in the middle, but that's life. That's life. Uh, we're going to resume now. And uh, for cancer, with the Saturn-Pluto conjunction, you'd rather be in your secure, quiet, introverted way of living, but sometimes life demands greater yes. things of us. That's right. Uh, perhaps like being a leader in some event or situation or job okay. uh, could be offered to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do this even if you think you can't, and a lot of cancers are reticent. Um, but you will be offered opportunities early in January 2020, so take it whether you are scared you won't be able to do it or not, because you will. So uh, let's go to Leo. Okay. Uh, Leo has Saturn-Pluto uh, in conjunct their sun sign. And okay. uh, as I've already said about in conjunct, I don't think I need to go over it uh, again uh, as a repeat. And uh, So anyway, it, all of 2019, you are challenged to buy something, and it could be a situation uh, with one of your children who needs her or his parents, mm-hmm. even though they are over 18 and should have left home to start their career. And there's going to be child-related issues and challenges that will be big in 2019 for all Leos. Okay. And it finally comes to a head in January of 2020, which is good. Yes. Um, this on-again, off-again challenges with the adult child, or it could be a younger child, you know, someone under 18, finally right. hits the tipping point, and you must take decisive action to do something about it to support the adult or the child. Mm-hmm. And uh, Leo rules the fifth house, which is also called the house of love, among many other things. Yes. Um, and I said that um, the the love of self is fine, uh, mm-hmm. and Leos are very good at that. But uh, I've seen a lot of Leos uh, in this lifetime uh, learn to be compassionate toward others than just themselves. Right. And so I think that there's a huge lesson going on with self-love versus the love of others, uh, mm-hmm. and this is called compassion. Right. And I think that compassion is a huge chunk of whatever all Leos are going through, and it's how, do you, how, do you, how much time do you devote to yourself versus your children right. uh, or perhaps, you know, a relative who needs help, this type of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, they're just going to have to buckle down and do it. Yeah. And if they do, uh, there'll be a cosmic reward at the end of it for oh, sure. them. Yeah. Okay, so Virgo. Virgo is the other one that has Saturn uh, and Pluto trying in your sun sign. 
And um, what I want to say to Virgos is the sixth house rules um, health as well as your employment. Right. And anything that you started in 2019 that had to do with your health should start seeing some common sense decisions on your part uh, or your health provider's input okay. to put you into a better health frame of existence. Mm-hmm. Now, Virgos are always on top of natural, organic foods. A lot of I know a lot of Virgos who are vegan, not all of them, but mm-hmm. but many are. Yep. And um, you may have to add a vitamin or a mineral to your daily diet, understanding that today's world and the foods aren't always as nutritious as they used to be. Right. So uh, also it would be a good idea to go in for a year, yearly physical this year. Yeah. And as be. far as employment goes, don't be surprised if you get recognition, mm-hmm. a raise, or more responsibility, which will give you more money, too. Right, right. And uh, because there is a try here, uh, there should be a positive move uh, in your job, not a lateral one, right. but, but a good one. Right. And uh, so they're going to be able to get some really nice cosmic goodies out of this one. Okay. Now, Libra. Okay, uh, well, hold Saturn, on before you go. Hold, hold before that. Oh, I, sure. I just have my my moon has to speak speak up here. I have a moon at twenty three Virgo. Uh huh. Uh huh. In the second house. Ah. Ah. So I think um, I totally get it about the the health thing. I'm definitely going to be you know taking better care of my health, but also I'm thinking possibly you know some sort of job opportunity might offer some more money somewhere along the line. Right. Yeah. So no, I'm, it's entirely possible, uh, you know, and even if you don't have a sun in Virgo, if you have a planet or planets in Virgo, mm-hmm. what I'm saying here applies to that, too. Yes, right. Now, the second house, you know, if it's in your second house, then that, that is value of, you know, of goods and also value of your time and mm-hmm. value of your experiences and skills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so there could be more money and there could be, you know, a, a job transformation for you. That would be good. Yeah. Yep. That would for be sure. Good. Yeah. That'd be so good. that that's good news. Okay. Okay. I just had to get that in before we went on to Libra. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let's go to Libra. Okay. Um, it that is a square, and again, just a gentle reminder that a square is a ninety degree di- uh, aspect, and it's also called a building block or assembling block. And um, the seventh house is the ruler of Libra, and this is the house of what they call partnerships. And this can be, and it can also be legal things, although the ninth house is legal issues also. But usually it's about how you get along with others. Okay, yes. <laughs> More than anything else yes. for that seventh house. Right. And um, with a square, um, you know, what I, what I am saying is, is that there may be a potential divorce or perhaps a potential marriage in the offing, okay? okay. If it's, if you're not getting along with your partner um, and you really do love each other, but you just feel like you're in a box canyon, which you can't with a square, mm-hmm. um, instead of melting into the divorce and giving up, uh, both partners need to, first of all, start communicating and talking with one another on an honest level, and then get to a marriage therapist or someone outside that you trust and to try and work through this and understand what's really going on. Right. And, you know, when there's children involved, that's that's really tough. Uh, and it's a brutal end, but maybe it doesn't have to be 
that the solution of your marriage or live-in partner. Right. And so with a square, it doesn't necessarily mean, I mean, if it's an opposition, it's black or white. With yeah. a square, you can make it what you want. Yeah. So what I would say to libraries is come January uh, 2020, you'll know what to do. And whatever mm-hmm. your choice, it's going to start a new chapter in your life. Right. Uh, you're either going to renew the marriage and renew your, your vows and commitments to your live-in partner or whatever. Right. Right. Or you're going to walk away. Right. That's just it. Yeah. Now, let's go to Scorpio in the eighth house. You were talking about Pappy, you know, the uh, baseball player who just yes, got Pappy. shot. Yes, Yeah, that's right. That's his nickname. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yes. Him. <laughs> yes. And uh, Saturn and Pluto is sextile to uh, this particular sun sign. Now, we haven't talked about the sextile before, so I want to... I want to give people kind of a, a visual on this. Okay. Uh, a sextile is a 60-degree mathematically uh, numbers that are going to involve two planets. So they're mm-hmm. 60 degrees apart. And I like to refer to a sextile symbolically because if you, you know, if you join the dots every 60 degrees around a 360-degree circle in the 12 astrology signs, it looks like a wheel. Yes. And because the center of the natal chart is the hub, and then you have the spokes of the wheel, which are these 60-degree aspects. Right. And my question to Scorpio is, what do wheels do? Well, they move forward. They can move back, too. But we're going to say that they move forward as a unit. Right. And using a little imagination, you could see the center of your chart as the hub of the wheel Mm -hmm. and the spokes coming out every 60 degrees. Right. And one thing for sure about sextiles they're like horses in a plow. Yes. They move forward and they change the landscape of your life. Yes. Sextiles remind me of electric line networks, yep. uh, moving something, you know, an and idea. And it's positive. That's the thing. It's really positive, a sextile. Well, it, it is, yeah. And there's something yeah. fun about it, too. Oh, boy, I get to do that, you know. Well, I don't know about that. Well, but <laughs> well, maybe for you. Maybe I a little a fun. <laughs> I have a ton of sextiles in my chart, and I said they're great. Oh, I have a book to write in three months. Okay, oh. it's 80,000 words. Oh, well, Gee, this is a lot of fun. <laughs> well, well, I wouldn't mind that. But still, yeah, I see what you're saying. But, yeah, right. Yeah, it, it, everything has a light and a dark head. It's so sort of like, a, it's like having a cat and a dog, and you're hoping that they're going to get along, you know, and you're getting a new cat. There and the go. cat looks at the dog, looks at the cat, and they fall in love immediately. And you're going, oh, yay. It's like that. Right. And so with Scorpio here, something's moving forward. It could be an idea, a project, your career or your personal life or all of the above. And it's moving forward and it's connecting one to the other. Now, I think probably the the best adverb for sextile is connection. Uh Uh-huh, yes. Uh, And it's connection is what you want to think about when you see sextiles in a person's chart. And so the eighth house is about people's power. Uh, that is mightier than your own. Uh-huh. And you may well be placed in a situation where you meet such a person who can help your career or personal life uh, move a few steps further ahead. And I said uh, to be sure that you're empowering others, not disempowering them. And a sextile only works well if you are honoring those who got you to where you are presently. Okay. And this is also the house of sex, money, and death. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think this saying is antiquated. Uh, it is more about the use and abuse of power and how to wield it or not. Okay. And uh, a good leader shares the kudos and success with the people beneath yes. him or her. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and to use this idea of networking with others to attain a goal that mm-hmm. you want are all possible 
And so just keep your eye on the ball, Scorpio, yeah. uh, with this Saturn-Pluto conjunction, because power is to be shared, not hoarded like a miser or used against Good others. point. Did you hear okay. that, Planet? <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously, that's so important. It is. It's really okay. So let's go to Sagittarius. That's okay. the ninth house. Saturn and, and Pluto are semi-sextile to your sun. Yes. Sign and semi-sextiles are a thirty-degree mathematical aspect between your sun or other planets with its cosmic duo. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure that Sages in 2019 have experienced more than their share of quote-unquote irritation yeah. over events in your life, large and small. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that, um, you know, what it means is, is you're going to find blocks, mm-hmm. stoppages, hindrances, mm-hmm. and obstacles that have to be dealt with. Yeah. And they not, might not be huge, but there's a say bunch they're not of them. Gigantic, but they're they're irritations. Oh, big time! Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sure Sagittarius feel like they got put in a horse pulling a, a plow. That would drive and, them crazy, wouldn't it? Yeah, instead of being plopped down a Formula One racer to race around the circuit, which they would have preferred. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> well, they do have the advantage this year, though, of having Jupiter there. Yeah, Jupiter. That's helps. true. That they that may well get off December. lucky. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they've given another out there, so that's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. But uh, the the basic thing with the ninth house is this rules with teaching, lecturing, traveling, publishing, uh, you know, being out in the limelight or doing something that they want to do. It's just that whatever they want to do in 2019, and I'm sure they've got a big hint by now because it's June, um, that... There, there are things that are going to be put in their way that they've got to deal with. And I, and let's face it, uh, Sagittarius, uh, to me, is the number one sign of impatience. It's not Aries, it's Sagittarius. Right, yes. They cannot handle impatience worth a darn. Yeah. And as a result, uh, they can just blow up the whole thing and walk away from it when they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. They, what they need to be doing for this particular Saturn-Pluto through January 2020 is just to get their head down, get in that harness, and just do it. And get don't the kick the harness traces, okay? Right, right. If Winnie. you do that, good things will happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can we do Capricorn? Or? Yeah, as a matter of fact, we got to take a break here right. in about a minute. So is there anything else you want to say to finish up? I really like the Sagittarius image and the semi-sextile because... I've never really known what those little minor aspects were all about anyway, especially the semi-sextile part. But this is interesting because, you know, you'd think that something so tiny couldn't be that irritating. <laughs> oh, but it is. Oh, but it is. It is with, with fire signs and with air signs. Okay. Uh, and not so much with water and especially earth. Earth oh, yeah. doesn't mind sexti- semi-sextiles at all. Okay. They just see it as part of the you know, the normal uh, event of the way things go okay. on a given day, week, that makes or month. Sense. Yeah. So, like a mosquito. Yeah, a mosquito. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> I think the mosquito nasty. is, yeah, a, is a good amalgam for uh, uh, Aries, Sagittarius, and right. Leo, right. and the air signs. That's right. Okay, now we got to take a break. And when we get back, we're going to have more with Ms. Lindsay McKenna. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for our newest sponsor, Mr. Matt Shea and Matt Shea Books. Matt is a storyteller. 
His choice of subjects have to do with those who are considered to be a little different. You know the ones, the ones that are usually outcast or misplaced as a result of being overlooked or misunderstood. Their moment arrives when they are called upon to reveal their real character through some selfless act, thus ending up being acknowledged and then contributing to society. When it all is said and done, he wants his readers to be uplifted by the deeper message. He will rewrite stories for the rest of his life with the hope that he can create happiness, bring encouragement, and ultimately inspire others. So if you want more information on his books, you contact him at Matt Shea Books, M-A-T-T-S-H-E-A Books, Dot com or email him at workin w o r k n mat at seven excuse me w o r k n mat seven at aol dot com and now our next live read is for Ms. Wanda Buckner I've got to find the sheet here here it is all right okay Wanda Buckner is an intuitive and certified animal practitioner as well as a Reiki master who does marvelous work with both your pets and yourself. She does a, a behavioral work with your pets, especially if they've given, if they have some unforeseen issues that need resolving. One of her clients has said, "I was going through several transitions in my life, professionally, personally, and physically. Wanda brought me through these transitions using her intuitive, gentle healing energy work. My sessions with Wanda were the catalyst for life changes." So for more information, you can see Wanda's website at wandabuckner.com or you can email her at wandasoffice at gmail.com or call her at 360-491-3187. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We're a couple of baby boomers who bring you a talk radio mix of metaphysics and music, politics, and pop culture. And you never know which celebrity will join us for an interesting conversation. Mance and Mitchell is Boomer HQ, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on 1150 AM KKNW. Your home for alternative talk in Seattle and Western Washington. An alternative to everything else on your radio dial. Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. I'm with my co-host, Mr. Doug Johnston, and our guest, Lindsay McKenna. Hello again, Lindsay. Hello. Hello. God, we're getting used to this now. Gee, we're settling in for roots. (laughs) <laughs> okay well are we ready for capricorn yes, yes. we are ready for oh boy okay so the saturn uh pluto conjunction with capricorn deserves a little bit more time yes and some circumspect looking at some of the details uh this is the only sign that saturn pluto is going to conjunct is capricorn and this means that the cosmic duo is in your sun sign and pluto is in capricorn until december of 2024 and Saturn is in your sign until April 2020. So you're you're hitting probably the the toughest period. <clears throat> excuse me, uh, right now in right. 2019, and uh, it'll lighten up after January of 2020. Um, and all of them, uh, all caps, have been going through what I call slow motion transformation, whether they wanted to or not. Right. Um, Capricorn's a cardinal sign, so. 
you know, when it gets nudged strongly with an elbow in the ribs, it's going to move. Yes. Uh, whereas a fixed sign is just going to look at, but not move. Right. Capricorn has a lot going for it. Uh, and so I'm sure they have all been making major changes in their life because Pluto's been there for so long. Right. And so they're used to having to make these, whether they're incremental or they're larger types of changes, uh, they're used to it. Now, yeah. The beauty of Pluto is, is that it's very patient, and those who resist growing, expanding, and becoming, yeah. um, cardinal signs are usually pretty good at about not digging in their heels. It's the fixed signs who do right. that. Right. They just keep moving forward. So That's right. Yeah. Well, you know, they, they have a, a good saying about Capricorns, you know, a moving target is harder to hit. <laughs> it, it's a cardinal sign. A <laughs> moving target is harder to hit. So, uh, all Capricorns are going through a major overhaul from mm-hmm. the bottom up uh, yep. because Pluto's in their sign, and yep. it just is what it is. Uh, it's slow. Yeah. It's sure. It's yep. thorough. Yeah. And uh, Capricorns have the intelligence to move with flow. Yes, they do. They Pluto don't try to, to rush anything. Them. No. You yeah. know, it seems to me, and I mean, I may be just sort of paraphrasing this a little bit, but with the Saturn there, I mean, the Pluto and Capricorn's in Saturn's side already, so, you know, they already kind of have that down pretty well. That's right. Okay. Yep. But but you add Saturn to it, it's, yeah. I'm telling you, it's like adding a stationary planet in there for a really long time. Right. You know, and they haven't yeah. done it since 500 years ago. So I, <laughs> you know they haven't done it lately. No, and they haven't done the improvements for 500 years. So you know that this is sort of a once-in-a-lifetime thing, or once-in-lifetimes type thing. Well, yeah. we, we, we get to do a do-over with uh, Capricorns uh, right now, even though it was 500 years earlier. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> anyway, um, with Capricorn, if they make the right choices for themselves, okay, uh, they'll emerge from this Pluto transit reborn, and they'll be better than, than they were previously, and that's, mm-hmm. that's guaranteed. Right. Now, Saturn moved into uh, Cap sign December 2017, leaves in April 2020. Okay. And as I have said before, Saturn is playing cosmic tag with Pluto throughout 2019. And all you've been working on for Capricorns is discipline, organized energies. And Caps are good at those types of things. Yes. And so I think that they're working their butts off in 2019. Yeah. I think that they, um, they've they had tremendous responsibilities uh, that are, you know, would probably break other people's shoulders. Yeah. They are doing it. They are born for it and nobody said that it's easy Mm-mm. but they know how to uh, move a load and do it in increments rather than you know trying to gallop along because that isn't going to do it right so people uh, with their satin returns they've really had a good one oh, this God. time around <laughs> yeah but you know uh, as i said before saturn is is the lord of karma but he's also the lord of dharma yeah mm-hmm. and so if the Capricorns have been doing it right, whatever that means. Uh, no judgment here on my part. Yeah. Uh, but the universe is going to give them the cosmic goodie basket, too. Yeah, yeah. So right. Exactly. It, it isn't always, uh, you know, bad things happen to good people. Right. Yeah. But, uh, you know, for the Caps in general, that isn't to say that there haven't been bumps in the roads or other challenges, because there have been. Yeah. Uh, but my advice is to continue to be responsible, reliable, 
making the right choices for yourself for the right reasons. Yeah. And you will find yourself personally and or professionally at the top of your game by the time this is all over oh, with yeah. Saturn. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the entire planet is ruled by Capricorns after this is over with. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> Seriously. Well, you know, Caps, uh, they're hard workers. And, they are. And, and they know that hard work does pay off over time. And they time, don't and mind they, taking the time to do it. Well, they've got the patience. You yes, know? they do. And the slower it takes, none, the better they like it. You that's know? right. Yeah, yeah. so. But I mean, they, they are going to get quite a few good things, and I would say that it's going to pay off very handsomely in January of 2024 right. for them. It seems like the rest of the planets or the rest of the signs in the, in the sky are probably looking at this conjunction going, oh, oh. Yeah. But Capricorns are going, yay, whoopee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because they're, they're willing to put in the elbow grease that it takes to, yeah. to get ahead in, in a, you know, responsible way. Yep. Yeah. And the cosmos always rewards people who are willing to do the work. I don't care what their sun sign is. But exactly. if you try and avoid it or miss it or shorten it, um, you know, you're not going to get the cosmic goodie basket. You're no, going to no. get a sock full of coal. That's right. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I, you also have to take a look at, um, like, I like to look at where my Saturn is and what it's aspecting and what it's doing to get, you know, a further playing out of how this duo is going to be doing. You know, and I have a Saturn in the third house opposing my Mercury, and I'm kind of, I'm dragging my butt on writing my book, you know. And I thought, I wonder why I'm doing this. And I figured it out. I said, I am trying to research this thing down to the nth degree and get uh-huh. the, bring the last bit of information out of it that I can, you know. And so it feels as though I'm doing it deliberately. So I'm yeah, but do. there's there's something to say for for details too. Yes, uh, and that they're important. And mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes it does. You know, you feel like you're in a swamp slog. Yeah, I I understand that one real well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I have transiting Saturn. Uh, I thought you lived in Arizona. <laughs> I thought you were living in Arizona. <laughs> I am. There's no swamp there. I have my own swamp. <laughs> <laughs> it's an internal thing, Doug. It's an internal I swamp. Okay. I, I yeah. have a Mars-Pluto conjunction in Leon the 12th, so believe me, I have my swamp. Oh, there's, this, there's your swamp right there. Ooh, it's murky and icky. That's all right. I'm I'm cleaning it up, you know? Okay, cool. I'm an environmentalist. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway, uh, let's move on to Aquarius, okay? It's also semi-sextile to the uh, Saturn-Pluto duo. And like I said before, this is a 30-degree mathematical aspect, and a lot of the times it is about irritation. It's about... Little things keep popping up and stopping you, becomes a hindrance, becomes a block, and you just, you know, it's after a while you get tired of it. And it's like you take two steps forward and then you go one step back, or you take one step forward and you go two back. This is a 30-degree semi-sextile. And even though, you know, it's considered a minor aspect, believe me, for some signs, it is a major one. And Aquarius is a fixed sign. And even though it's air, okay, which is very mutable, yeah. Um, one of there's there's two signs that I think, well, actually three signs that are are truly truly stubborn and bullheaded. Okay. The first right. is Taurus. Yeah. The second is Scorpio, and mm-hmm. then you have Aquarius, and actually there's four. There's Leo. Okay. But Aquarius, uh, at least from my demographics, uh, is doesn't know when to make a change. Ah. And you, you, it, no amount of 
arguing with them or being logical or anything else is going to change them from what their mind is. Mm -hmm. So with that in mind, um, Aquarius rules the 11th house, and this is about your associations Uh and organizations and groups of people uh, who are doing like-hearted or like-minded things together. Mm -hmm. And uh, you may find these areas of your life out of kilter or going through changes, large and small, that may be discomforting to you. Okay. And Aquarius likes routine. Okay. And a fixed rut kind of life. Oh, with they do. No oh. surprises. Oh, okay. okay. Unless they yeah. create the surprise themselves. Oh, sure. We have to understand that Aquarius is for the underdogs of life. And yeah. a lot of times, like Greenpeace mm-hmm. and other protest groups, you find a lot of Aquarians in there. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So they like surprises, but they want to be the one that springs the surprise. They don't want the surprise sprung on them. <laughs> yeah, I got that. There's yeah. a huge difference. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but Aquarians are, because of the Saturn-Pluto, mm-hmm. they're going through shifts and changes, and they may feel and wonder when it's all going to end. Right. When are things going to settle down and get quiet so you can slide back into your comfort zone? Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, Aquarius is, you know, they're kind of electric, you know, and so there's there's spiking energy and it's erratic and that type of thing. So they kind of get used to that. Then Saturn and Pluto plot along and they're kind of going, what the heck is this? You know? Yeah. But yeah. Don't, don't forget that the old ruler of oh, uh, true. Aquarius was Saturn. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Uh, it's only been the uh, astrologers in the, I think, uh, 19th century or 20th century after Uranus was uh, discovered. Right. Then they assigned Uranus to Aquarius. Right. I see the Aquarius coming out in that they're for the underdogs and they're protesting and they they create change to help uh, people who don't okay. have everything that maybe we right. all have. Right. Uh, but there is another side to them that is so Saturnian, it isn't even funny. They make a cancer person who, you know, Lord knows, their home is like their castle. Right. But it's the same thing with Aquarians, but it's even worse. Uh-huh. They just can't, they, you know, whatever the house is, they don't want to move. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they are a fixed sign, for heaven's sake. Like, well, see, there's the point. Yeah, they don't uh, adapt that well. So. Right. But anyway, uh, Aquarians are just going to have to get over this. I mean, they've had six months into this now with Saturn. Okay. So you've got another six months to go. And then it gets capped off in January of 2020. So my advice to Aquarians is, (laughs) I know they hate these words. Yes. This is one of the times in your life, Aquarius, that you must bend, be adaptable, and flexible. You don't want to be adaptable, no, And three things you are not. Yeah, right. (laughs) But if you can do these three things, then there's a cosmic goodie basket for you right, in January exactly. of right. 2020. Okay. So, we, and, have, we have to take a break. Okay. Sorry, and we'll come back and we'll finish up with Pisces. We also have somebody who's calling in and wants to talk to us, so we're going to put that on next. Okay, so this is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to New Pro Supplements, we cover the world of animals. This week, June 16th, it's a Behavior Training and Healing Sunday with me and a chance for us to catch up. 
As an animal behavior therapist and trainer, I can help you understand your animal friends and solve any problems you've got going on. So plan to give me a call with your questions or about any animal-related topic you'd like to discuss. Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. And this is a live read from Ms. Samantha Blodell. She's a Reiki, Aura, and Beulah Make cake maker. Yay! Yippee! Yeah. One of these days. Practitioner, and she does readings in Mount Vernon as well as Reiki classes. Her Reiki classes right now, she has some available, but right now she has an Aura of Abundance class starting on June 20th from 6 to 8.30 p.m. It's $25, and you can get tickets for that at soulsupper.com. And then she has a Reiki 3 class starting on June 30th, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., $300. And then also she's going to be at the BEPC, which is Boeing Parapsychology Club Conscious Living Expo, on June 29th, 2019, from 10 to 5, from Kent at Kent Commons. I'll be there, too. And maybe Doug will be there, too. I'm not oh, sure. I may walk through. He might walk through. Anyway, so she also has an Aura Circle class. That's going to be on June 25th as well as a Reiki circle on June 18th. So during these meetups, you can do exercises and activities to increase your perception. Every participant receives an aura reading. $10 space is limited. Uh, RSVP, go to www.meetup.com and join the group, the Aura Lady Reiki and Aura Intuitive Meetup in Mount Vernon. You can get more information, though, on these events at 206 403 0283. Seattle, Tacoma, Antwerp? That's right. We're streamed worldwide on our app and on the web at 1150kknw.com. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW. I think we're going to take this phone call right now. I would let Lindsay wrap up her. Oh, okay. We'll do. Okay. Thank you very much, sir. Yes, Lindsay, we can wrap up the Pisces. Oh, it's my turn. Yay. (laughs) <laughs> okay. All right. Well, uh, Pisces is sextile to the Saturn Pluto. And uh-huh. that's a 60 degree uh, mathematical aspect. Oh, and that's, that's the wheel that turns around and around. Right. And uh, what I see going on, because Pisces rules the 12th house. Right. Okay. I don't see the 12th house as uh, being this dark, dank swamp. Okay. Because mm. <laughs> I live there and I know <laughs> differently. Yeah. Um, but basically, the 12th house is one of creativity. Okay. It's where visionary ideas are uh, created. Mm-hmm. It's connecting with the cosmos in a large and small, everyday way. Yes. And that's what Pisces people do. Yeah, we do And that. Um, with this duo, you have been uh, watching through 2019, uh, you are coming into your own, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. Uh, it means that you have more confidence. It means that you're laying down a new foundation. And this is a foundation that's going to keep going forward and building uh, from there. And I basically see it as an empire building time, even though it looks like there may be, you know, just these little stones that you're putting around for the the, uh, foundation of it. It's a big deal. Yes. Because this is a huge chapter change in every Pisces life. Yeah. And it means basically that you're working every day toward that goal that you have in your heart. And that's the great thing about Pisces people is yeah. they're, they're passionate. They're a water sign. They're mm-hmm. mutable. They're adaptable. So yeah. they're not, you know, if Saturn and Pluto decide to tap a Pisces person on the shoulder, they're going to instantly get it and yeah. see the pattern. Yeah. Because Pisces people see patterns, which yeah. is an, an incredible skill because most people cannot. 
Yep. Uh, they know which way they got to go, and they just okay. follow their inner intuition, okay. and they just keep doing it, and they keep staying in their flow because no one does it better than, than a Pisces person. So, That's a really good idea. Man, I'm so glad I'm Pisces. Yeah, <laughs> well, I have a moon in Pisces. So. Oh, yeah, you have that too. That's yep. right. Yeah. That's so awesome. for Pisces, it's, it, to me, it's empire building time. And yeah. again, I would say that connections, Mm-hmm. And networking are very, very important yep. to Pisces. And also, come January of uh, 2020, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to get some kind of an offer. Oh, cool. Okay. We like hearing that. That's yeah. awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. that's basically it. All right. That's terrific. Okay. And we have a phone call here. Her name is Alexa. Hi, Alexa. Can we help you? Yes. Yeah, Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, it's great that you're having this little blurb, and unfortunately I missed my sign to your discussion on it. But oh. I had one question about um, the current planetary aspects that are going on now in relation yeah. to my sign. It's a pretty specific question. Um, so I'm Libra. Okay. Um, but I have my north node in Gemini, and it's in the 10th house. Okay. And then I have um, my uh, moon in Leo. Okay. Oh. And and so I'm kind of like stretched a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'm really into evolution and change, but, um, you know, my body is just like exhausted. Okay. And it seems like um, if I sort of slow down that... Um, it starts trampling on you? It just kind of does, yeah, yeah, actually. Okay. And so I thought I'd ask, you know, a little bit more about the general planetary things going on in relation to that. And I also have um, Chiron and Pisces, so, oh, um, you know, it's like a little bit um, difficult for me to watch things, you know, patterns. Right. Like just talking, patterns going on and being like, oh, my God, what's, I get worried, you know. Yeah, okay, okay. Do you, um, have, do you have any comments on that, Lindsay? Well, basically, she's caught between a rock and a hard place. I mean, she's got a lot of hard aspects going on right now with her son in Libra. Mm-hmm. And uh, Libras usually like to not move quickly. They like to look at the landscape. You know, they'll assess it, yeah. and they're really good at that, which is great. It's a cardinal sign. Uh, and if she's having a lot of physical issues right now, then I would say, what do you have to do to start replenishing and renewing uh, yourself, you know, what are you doing for you? Are you going out in nature? Are you taking a walk? Are you doing mm-hmm. something that gives you joy? Perhaps dancing or you know, Ooh. painting or music. Ooh. What are you mm-hmm. doing for yourself? Oh, because um, during during uh, transits where you have a lot of hard aspects hitting you, uh, not to mention the Saturn Pluto is a square to her sun sign. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. It's important <laughs> to have pacing. Right. And not to mention her Chiron in Pisces. Well, but that's that's getting a uh, sextile from that Saturn-Pluto. Right. But I was thinking for dancing purposes. Yeah. I mean, talking about a healing thing that would happen by doing dance. Okay, so you go take tap and come back to us in two years. (laughs) He's being a smarty pants. I'm sorry. No accounting for him at all. Oh, come on. That was funny. (laughs) 
You that's know? okay. Well, yes, I agree. Humor is very good for me. Yes, good, <laughs> good. That's that's good for everybody. I appreciate that coming in because it's hard to do it oneself. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's you know sometimes you got to find the joke within yourself. You know, not take yourself so incredibly seriously if you do. But you know, I know, yeah, it really is true. So anyway, I hope we helped you great. with that a little bit because yes. we don't have that much time right now. So but, no, this is. This yeah, is great. Done. I really, really appreciate it. Oh, Thank you. Will. And I, maybe I'll just, um, yeah, I'll just work with this and maybe connect with one of you guys later. Okay, Thank that's you. great. Okay, great. Okay, thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Anyway, bye-bye. yeah, I was going to mention that we can, what are our calling hard people, how we get a hold of each other, so. Yeah, so, Lindsay, we should have you tell us. where. How do we get a hold of you, Lindsay? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, they could just go to uh, my website, uh lindsaymckenna.com. Okay. They can get a hold of me there. They can, you know, just go down to contact and uh, zip me off an email, and that's about as easy as it can get. Okay. That's good. And yeah. Doug? Uh, best to just give me a call at 206-769-4924 or text me. Okay. All right. And I'm Eileen Grimes. You can get a hold of me at eileengrimes.com or my uh Email address is jupiterrisingshow at aol.com. And we have the jupiterrisingshow.com website. Okay. So, anyway, all right. So, we have to move on and do some announcements here, Ms. Lindsay. So, we got to do that. So, we'll come back and see. Fun having you, though. It's been fun having you. Well, thank you for having me. And I I hope that uh, people have gotten something positive out of this that they can hang on to. Yes, we have. Thank you so much for being here. Take care. And Doug, take care of yourself. Yes. I will. You will. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, so right now we have uh, the uh, After Dark Readings. Those are coming up. That's what I do every Wednesday at Burr's Restaurant. That's at 6151 Stillicum Boulevard in Lakewood, Washington, from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. every Wednesday night. And I just should remind you, in July, I probably will not be there. I have other commitments, so I will probably be taking three out of the four weeks away from there. So it's $20 for 10 minutes, $40 for 20 minutes. And last uh, Wednesday, we read for Janet and Jesse, so that was very cool. Good. Okay, so Tacoma Psychic Fair, Craft Fair, that's happening right now, today, at uh, the Masonic Center in South Tacoma. That's at 5405. Puget Sound Avenue, Tacoma, Washington, 98409. And so uh, if you have any questions about it, you can contact Winnie, who is our former co-host. She runs this fair at 253-370-6326. And you can go to the the fair is from 10 to 5 p.m. today. And um, she has a variety of booths with all sorts of stuff there. So it's terrific. And then I have another re- another um, lecture for the Tacoma Library. It's going to be Swayze Branch in Tacoma. That's at 70016 Avenue in Tacoma. And that's going to be an Astrology for Beginners class. And there's going to be for most of the summer, there's seven full classes. So it's going to be pretty cool. And then finally, and I think it's in a couple of weeks, we're going to be at the Boeing Parapsychology Club. And that's going to be uh, the Conscious Wellness Expo, June 29th from 10 to 5. Uh, that's Kent Commons at 525 4th Avenue North in Kent, Washington. And so and you can get a hold of them at vepcweb.org. 
as far as I know, I think there are still some booths available, so you can do that. So, anyway, I think that's it. So that was a good show. It was a really good show. So, anyway, what's coming up for you? What are you doing this week? Hopefully I'm getting my stitches taken out. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I hope. You hope. Yes. Yes. And also you're going to be at uh, Skip and Sharon's thing on Wednesday? I'll be there and I'll be at Karina's Bakery on Tuesday. Okay, good. All right. That's great. And I will be at Burr's Wednesday and that's about it. And writing my book the rest of the time. It's pretty fun. So... Anyway, to get that thing buckled up. Yes, right. So, anyway, that's it for us. It's been a pretty cool two hours today. Next week, we'll be back to one hour right here at 11 o'clock a.m. So, this is Eileen Grimes with Doug Johnston saying goodbye. And this is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.